You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 305. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa with a special guest, Lab Cat. Can you hear the purring in the background? I've been told that this microphone is actually very good at noise canceling. No ghetto birds, also known as helicopters, which circle our neighborhood frequently. So you may not hear the cat. I kind of hope you do because it is the sweetest, most soothing sound. And so I'm not podcasting all alone today. I have a friend with me and we want to talk to you about, well, first, first, we want to invite you to sell my art this week, challenge and coaching week, which is starting. Yes, it's that time of year. I love hosting this challenge in March and it's starting March 27th. You want to... Register to join us at sellmyartthisweek.com. And I am, as per usual, I'm fired up. I'm fired up with a lot to share. And I was thinking about some events in this past week. And I was thinking about really if I were starting to sell art today or I was in the early stages of growing my business, what are the tips that I would prioritize. Because as you know, if you listen to our last episode, which real quick, thank you so much for listening. Our last episode was 304, 16 lessons learned from 16 years in business. I've been celebrating my 16 years of making a living as a creative, as an artist this month. And I can tell that it's been a popular episode, not only from downloads, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening because we are, and leaving reviews, we made it to number 78 this week in the top 100 podcasts in visual arts. And you may not hear a cat purring, but now the now the trash trucks are going by. So I hope you don't hear those. I hope it's too late for me to hit pause. I have to admit, I it's been like a take four on recording this episode. We took a little break last week and it takes a minute to get into the Monday morning ritual of recording for you. But here is why I'm fired up today, especially. So last week, and it's still going on, there were some very large bank shutdowns within the tech space. 
And I really didn't think much about it because I don't have funds in those banks and my business is not currently connected to them. I didn't realize that companies like Etsy have their funds in those banks. And there was a note that was going around or really a tweet that was going around, a screenshot of a tweet from an artist, Mariah Da, or her handle is at Mariah.com. And she posted a letter from Etsy and she wrote, well, this is just great. If you like me run a business that sells on Etsy, you may not see a deposit if you have them to set to pay out daily because of the Silicon Valley bank crash. Really regret buying so many groceries today. And she posted the note from Etsy that said, hi there, we wanted to let you know that there is a delay with your deposit that was scheduled for today. This delay was caused by the recent developments regarding Silicon Valley. I always say Silicon, Silicon, <laughs> Silicon, Silicon Valley Bank, who Etsy uses to facilitate disbursement to some sellers. We're working with our other payment partners to issue your deposit as soon as possible. We apologize for any inconvenience or disruption this may have caused. We know that you count on us to help run your business, and we understand how important it is for you to receive your funds when you need them. Please know that our teams are working hard to resolve this issue and send you your funds as quickly as possible. No further action needed from you is needed from you at this time. Please feel free to reach out with any questions you might have. Wow, so interesting. And Reason number one why I emphasize the importance of having your own website and having your own email list. Now, certainly there will be a solution. I hope this is already a week ago. I hope sellers are being paid. If I understand correctly, it was a small percentage of sellers. You know, I, I'm sure that Etsy is doing their best. I'm certainly grateful to Etsy because, especially during this anniversary month, when I put my art on Etsy, but this was 2007, very different time. I don't think Etsy was a public company yet either. It favored artists and independent makers, and it just was a completely different environment. And it was very easy for me to be found and seen on Etsy. And it just made a huge difference in terms of the print sales that I got. I always kept my original artwork on my own website. I don't know if you call me old school or at this stage, you would say, well, 16 years in really 20 plus years of being in the tech and online space with my entire career. You would say, well, you've seen it, right, Marisa, you've seen things come and go. And I would not be putting all my eggs in one basket, first of all. So certainly Etsy can be a viable shop site for you to use that might put you in front of more people. I always remind you, you know, it takes time and it takes energy. It takes time and energy to build a successful Etsy shop as it does to build a successful shop of your own. But this is just that reminder that 
we want to have ownership in our business. We don't want to be making decisions for short-term gain that will hurt us in the long term. So because I had my own website, I also had an email list. There was no Instagram. No, there was no Facebook. Uh, There was MySpace and blogging when I started, and I was already familiar with and using my email list from day one. So it's never been something that has felt like a hurdle for me to get over. I had a whole strategy around growing my email list. You can learn all about that at the dailypaintingmethod.com where I, I take you in depth behind the scenes of how my daily art practice was a huge help in me growing my list. It was just something I didn't have to think about as much as we do today. And I I understand it's a different time and there is going to be more thought to how we connect with our collectors, how we grow our email list, where we want to host, you know, where do we want to sell our art? And so I want to talk to you about my thoughts on what happened here and also share with you if I were starting today or in the early stages of growing my art business, there are three areas that I would focus on. And I want to share those with you specifically. But first, you know, this is not okay. Uh, I'm in an experience right now. Listen, lap cat. <laughs> experience right now with the lap cap pushing into my stomach. This is not a pillow. My lap is not a pillow. I understand that you're trying to uh, organize yourself into comfort, but this is not a pillow. All right, we're back. We're settled in. So going back to what I'm saying about Etsy in particular is it's not okay not to be paying people. I understand that this is a pretty rare instance. However, these things have happened before. We've been around long enough to know it's happened before. How do you set yourself up as a business of that size to be financially solvent so that you can pay the people who are actually bringing the revenue in to your business? I am am in a situation with a licensing partner not paying their artists not okay. Now imagine if I was all in on licensing, like all in. Uh, This has happened multiple times. It's why licensing is a part of my business model, not all of my business model. And anytime that you are collaborating with someone, with a company, have your eggs in their basket, so to speak, you are putting yourself at some sort of risk. Look, business in itself and growing one, growing one online, becoming an artist, choosing to make your art your living, that's all uncertain. Risk comes with it. It's just part of the territory. But how can we limit the risk? How can we be thoughtful about the risk we're taking and strategic? And what I'm saying with short-term gain is this can happen with galleries also. It has. There have been many instances where I have not been paid on time, not been paid in my entirety, where companies have folded and left me in the dust. And it's happened to other artists I know. We've had conversations around it. 
it's not actually that rare. So what can you do? Sure, you're going to collaborate. Yes, wonderful things can come out of that. Again, yes, you can have a lot of sales on Etsy if you're really strategic about how to work that platform today. You want to mitigate your risks and have as much ownership in your business as possible. And does that also mean that it may take longer for you to build up certain aspects of your business? Yes. However, that will be solid. That won't be something that someone can decide whether or not they can pay you that day. It's it's just unthinkable. I remember being a part of organizations where it was made clear to us as employees and the few jobs I had where I worked for someone where the employer is willing to borrow to do what they can do to pay the people who work for them. First of all, I understand that it might be viewed different when you're licensing or you're paying out sellers on your platform. To me, they're sort of the same because your business doesn't exist without the artist, without the you know vendors that are, excuse me, the sellers who are selling on Etsy. And so how, how can this happen? I can't speak to that, right? I am not a financial expert. I do not know what it's like to run a public company at the size of a company like Essie. So I won't even attempt to offer any thoughts there. All I know is that as a business owner, when I haven't been able to pay a bill, and sometimes that happens with cash flow and growing and investing and taking risk in your business, that I have borrowed to make ends meet and especially to take care of the people I owe money to. I'm the last to be paid in that scenario. And that's where I come from when I say, well, how is this happening? How am I getting a letter from a licensing company telling me they have cash flow problems? Yeah, businesses go through that. So how are you so unaware in business to not set yourself up with a line of credit, other other places where you keep your funds. Apparently that's what Etsy was saying is that they have other locations where they have access to funds. Again, I don't know what you do at that size. I know what you do as a small business owner. You have a business line. You have ways of making it work. Uh, yes, of course, we can go into a whole other conversation. You know, if you really can't make it work, in terms of business, then you have to restructure your entire business and be honest with everything, everyone and and be honest about everything as best you can and navigate those waters. Hard times happen. All of this to say, I have never been more passionate about dialing in the finances within my own business. I can't wait to share more with you about that. I've made a recent hire who is in essence like a CFO or uh, is it a comptroller, someone in your business to help you get really clear on your finances, what's coming in, what's going out and how you can project into the future with some sense of certainty, right? Nothing is certain, nothing. And so one part of me has compassion for the entire situation and everyone involved. The other part of me is like, yeah, this is why I encourage you 
a million times over, please have your own online shop. Please have your own email list. What if something like this happens and Etsy collapses and they're gone? Could happen. Are you in touch with all of the customers that purchased from you? Do you have, have you invited them to your email list? Again, I don't know all the ethics with Etsy. My understanding, it can be somewhat complex to do that. But if you're in touch with them, there are ways of inviting them to be a part of your email list. Are you also growing your email list? So if platforms like Instagram or Facebook change, which they're in the process of changing right now, and it becomes harder for people to see you and your work that you can then reach out to your email list to stay connected to the people who most want to stay connected to you. These are not just, in my opinion, these are not just choices that we say, well, do I or don't I? To me, they're a non-negotiable. Having your own domain, your own online shop, having your email list, non-negotiable. So I would start there, even if you're wanting to explore other sites, again, like Etsy, other shop sites, remember you're building their brand. If you can benefit from that, great, but you'll never not have to do the work to build your brand. And anytime you are relying on someone else, whether it's a licensing company, whether it's an online shop platform, whether it's a gallerist, you are risking, you are risking a little bit more than if you were doing that for yourself. Again, you may have a payoff, you may have a benefit. The idea of a collaboration on any level, as I always say, is it's a win-win for everyone involved. It should not be this situation where someone just, you know, lightheartedly, jokingly said, I wish I hadn't bought all those groceries. I mean, that's, money that has come to them. When you continue to read on about this experience, there were uh, sellers that were either forced to or being or suggested that they pause their shops. Look, when you're starting out as a business owner, I counted on every deposit that came in. And sometimes if it took longer than the time it took, which it already took too long, in my opinion, it shouldn't be days, you should have access right away. That was challenging for me. In the beginning, it can feel very touch and go unless you have a a pool of money that you've saved that you're pulling from, unless you have a part-time or full-time job that you are using to fund your business. Somewhere along the way, we've forgotten that actually takes resources and money to build, start, build, and grow your business. And there's a constant ebb and flow. There is uh, seasons and cycles to your revenue, no matter how successful you are. And anything that can interfere with that flow that has nothing to do with you is super frustrating and a little bit uh, scary. And what are you going to do with that? There's nothing you can do. Your funds are being held. So have your own shop would be the first The first point that I want to emphasize here, and this is exhibit A, reason why I will continue to highlight them to you so that you understand, so you don't have to spend 15 years watching the cycles of the online business space. You can 
choose to trust my experience in this area and say, you know what, I'm going to set myself up with as much security as I can when it comes to setting up shop and building my business. And yes, all of these companies, even our email platforms, even our websites could shift, could go away. However, if you have that email list, you can download it as a CSV, a spreadsheet. And and those emails, the people who said yes to staying connected to you, those are yours. You can back those up and take them, take them, have them a few places in the cloud. It's one of your greatest assets. I recorded an entire podcast episode about this, and I just want to emphasize that again. So in light of this conversation around what happened to Etsy, around my own experiences now with people feeling repercussions of whatever is happening in business, the economy, everything, and saying, okay, well, if I were starting out today, what are three areas I would prioritize? And one is, first, you just have to have commitment to taking this path. You have to be committed to it. I've narrowed it down to three C's. (laughs) The first one, again, is commitment. And I say this because these conversations that I have on the podcast or bring to your attention on the podcast that I have within the expansive artists or with the students I work with in Artful Selling. We also have a coaching group, which is now part of the expansive artists. Can't wait to share more with you. Come and join me for Sell a Piece of Art this week because the expansive artist doors are opening next Thursday as well on the 30th if you've been wanting to come and join us. And there's a new group coaching opportunity within the Expansive Artists with a really exciting evolution that's coming. And I'll just leave it there for now. But I have these conversations frequently and having a commitment to this vision that you hold for yourself, for your art, the success that you want, at least, at least give yourself three years. We often talk about 90-day increments, right? 90-day increments to make progress, to try something out. I mean, at minimum, have it for 90 days. But I'm gonna tell you, if you really want this, have be ready to be committed to making a go of this for three years. This is where I'm deciding is the sweet spot. Can things come together for you sooner? Yes. Absolutely. They can come together as soon as six months or a year or sooner. But if you go in saying, I'm giving myself this time to set everything up in the most secure way that I can as a business owner in and building a foundation that I can really grow on or build upon and not trying to take shortcuts. And it's okay. I always say, I hope none of this sounds judgmental or shamey. My passion comes from the fact that this stuff has happened to me. I have I have felt the pain of this and I just don't want you to go through that. And I don't know how to emphasize it. I keep saying, I'm not here to convince you of anything. And so I will remind myself and I will remind you because sometimes I'm like, 
what is it? A dog with a bone. I just won't let go. <laughs> I feel like you, please listen. If you do nothing else, please listen to this. But I also appreciate the value of going through lessons. And sometimes those are the only way that you're going to learn is by experiencing it yourself. I've also learned that lesson the hard way. So now I listen, I listen to people. I used to not listen to them. So that's why I'm double passionate is because I've made all the mistakes and uh, I've also learned now how to avoid making some of those. There are still lessons I learn on a daily basis. That's good. It's part of life as a business owner as well. I welcome those lessons, but they don't need to be these really intense lessons. I don't need to quite feel the pain and the suffering around those lessons, partly because now I just accept them uh, much more readily. And I just also have so much more knowledge and overall strength to navigate the waters of a growing business, especially in I want to say online, it's probably for every business now, right? It's just the times that we live in. So commitment. And then I would say the next one is consistency. So you want to be committed, fully committed to this dream of yours. And within that commitment, you want to have consistency. You can't just post on social media once a month and hope that that's going to do it for you. Or even once a week, it's not enough. In order to really have traction and to grow, you're going to want to be consistent. You're going to want to be consistent with the emails that you send. You're going to want to be consistent with the shop that your own shop that you're updating. If you're also on Etsy, perhaps you'll want to be consistent with staying on top of that shop. Consistency is key. And I've talked about this at length, so I'm going to actually keep that one short and sweet. And number three is community. I've recently had an experience that I will share more with you as I as I learn and I'm on the other side of it. But if you are here and you're listening to me for the first time or you've met me through my participation in Sketchbook Revival this year, hello and welcome. It's so nice to meet you. And I look forward to the opportunity of staying connected with you. One of the ways, of course, being this podcast. So thank you for listening as well. I have also been relatively solo in terms of my efforts as a business owner, meaning I haven't done a ton of collaborations. I haven't had a lot of affiliates for my programs. I just haven't opened up in that way. And I realized by participating in Sketchbook Revival, the power that comes in numbers. And certainly I know that that's why I started Small Studio Sunday within the Expansive Artists, which spoiler alert, I'm very excited that we are planning for another one coming in August. So you definitely want to join us in the Expansive Artists because what I have in store for you, pun intended, in store, in online shop for you, in store for you, through from this second quarter into the third 
we're going to be covering all of these areas. We are going to be working on growing our social following. We're going to be working on becoming better at emailing our list and growing our list. We're going to work on building and refining our own online shop. All of that in preparation for an event that we will be collaborating on via Small Studio Sunday. And to navigate everything alone, to then put yourself out there alone, everything goes faster together. We are, there's that beautiful saying, you know, better together. We are better together. And when we come together as a community, there's so much more that we can do to bring awareness, not only to ourselves as a community, but to us as individual artists. And so thinking in terms of community. So if you've been a solopreneur uh, in your studio, quietly introverted and working, and you feel maybe a little lonely that that happens, you might think, oh, I would love to stay connected to community who really gets me. Yes. And not only will you have a community who really gets you and have support you can plug into, And this connection where you feel less alone, you feel more empowered, but if you're thinking strategically and you're thinking about how you can get out there more, you've now opened those possibilities as well through through the path of being connected to a community. And so there's more that we're going to be working on in the Expansive Artist to really dive deeper into this concept of community, but it's, it's not, this journey isn't meant to be traveled alone. It never was. I wish I had known that. And I am, I always say super thankful for the artist friends I had coming along with me on the journey, but it's also not just that, right? It's having a mentor, a coach, someone out ahead of you, someone with a lot of experience who has learned a lot of these lessons that you can trust and stay connected to as well. And so all of that together with the commitment, the consistency, you might say, well, Marisa, this isn't a specific strategy. Well, the strategies mean nothing without these three elements, these three C's of what I believe is going to set you up with a chance at selling your art online It's going to require, it's not going to, it requires a lot from you. And I'm pausing there because we're working on bringing something new to the expansive artist that has been a dream of mine since 2015. I'm really, really excited at the possibility of this coming together. And this could seriously be a game changer for many of us, uh, especially especially if you've already got your business going and you're feeling a little hamster on the wheel, <laughs> a little hamster on the wheel, maybe going a million miles an hour, maybe unsure how to navigate all the changes in the online space and feeling a little frantic and not sure when and how you're going to have time to make your art. Stay tuned. We've got something in the works that doesn't really exist yet in the format that we're going to be rolling it out and it's going to be exclusive to our expansive artist members. So come and join us. 
come and let's have more conversations about this. This is the sell a piece of art this week. It's a challenge and the coaching week. You can register to join us at sellmyartthisweek.com. And I love hosting this challenge because, and if you're listening to this as an expansive artist member, remember you are our guest for this experience as well. Our members come through. It's fun to do this a couple of times a year. And it's always reacquainting you with the practice of selling your art. And I take you through those steps as how I've developed it, the framework that I use and how it's something that you can repeat and continue to refine for yourself. But we end up having a lot of conversations within the Q&A and the coaching calls where we meet on Zoom afterwards. So there's a a bite-sized daily lesson and a task. We always have a really fun contest as well. And I always have surprises in store. So again, we start on this coming Monday, March 27th. The expansive artist stores open on the 30th. If you're also looking for even more support and looking to work with a coach I want you to especially stay tuned because something new is being introduced next week within the expansive artists. And I'll talk to you more about this opportunity that's coming to our members as well that you don't want to miss. So I'll see you and sell my art this week.com. And here's to us building sustainable, thriving profitable businesses that leave us time for ourselves and also to make our art, right? To do what we do best, to make our art. Uh, Such a gift, such a gift. I did some painting this week. So grateful. I love it. I might be, I might be, I see them in front of me. I have these two. Oh yeah. We might be putting these podcasts up on video as well. (laughs) And these little uh, wooden eggs Mm -hmm. might be feeling inspired to paint some wooden eggs and share them with you. Springtime, Easter time, all the things. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you at sellmyartthisweek.com. We can do this. We've got each other. And we can grow together. We can be strong together. We can be better together. So let's do it. All right. I'll see you soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art, all in support of living a life they love, 
Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.